I, I carry like a notebook <laughs> and have like <laughs> pencils and pens and Martin has his computer everywhere. Yeah, I'll like pull out my computer and he pulls out his like pencil. I'm so like, I'm so disjointed with like how I take notes because it's like all, I have a notepad, I'll write stuff down and then I write stuff on my laptop, I'll type stuff into my phone, I'll do voice <laughs> memos every once in a while and at some point I just kind of like... Where's that thing I left? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, was I don't a, even know how to search for that, that Evernote or a Google Doc? What I just started doing was like color coding my notebook. And so I'll have like different pages with different notes on them about different projects or different like subject matters. So I started like, like I think like two days ago, <laughs> going through like this page is about this project. So you carry like five pens with you? Yeah. No, so you have to go back later and get like a highlighter and like highlight like the corners of the page. Like, <laughs> this, oh is my gosh. this is like this project. This is this project. <laughs> I can definitely this is this see project. the personality things <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And I so, just do Evernote. I just do one long. I don't yeah. even get it, make a new note. I just like. Really? Yeah, just like all, I just put a bunch of spaces in. For like everything is one Evernote? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that would just drive you nuts, right? <laughs> like, how, how you... like all the projects bleed together. But you know, like there's a chunk of, like it's page break almost. Yeah. So So how did you guys get started into this whole well, massive film? We met in, in college and we went to SF State, both studying film. And we were in the same dorm on the same floor. And Martin started out wanting to edit. And so I'm like, hey, I make films. You edit. And then Justin made a movie, and I was like, I need to help you direct. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's only half true. That's, that's only. It half was true. really, it was really bad. But anyways, <laughs> we started working together, just on different, um, different short projects. Like for, we were part of the Cinema Collective, which is the SF State. Oh yeah. Film. I mean, I was represent. The, I was the president for a few one year. I was the uh, tech I was lead. Something. He made I, the posters. I did something. You, you, were, the, you were the CTO. What, what, what <laughs> Uh, 2000, we were, we were there from 2006 to 2010. Oh, okay. You yeah. guys, like, started when I left. <laughs> I'm old. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Interrupted you. And so we did a bunch of short films and, like, you know, those Apple 24-hour film things and a bunch <clears throat> of different random contests. And, and that was, that's when we started working together as, like, directing. And then after school... But, we, we like, for the most part, during school, it's done. We kind of slacked off. Like, we didn't make anything that we were proud of. Yeah, it was all kind of, like phone it in type things. I Which is, yeah. It's and, dumb. It's and, dumb but through us. like talking, we realized that our interests in film were like the same in terms of the films we're attracted to. And so after we graduated, we're like, shit, we never haven't made anything we like. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> and so then we made um, a short film. And at the same time, we are also getting into commercials. We're like, commercials are really cool. Like these are like mini short films. These are awesome. Yeah. And so <laughs> this was sort of happening in tandem. And so then we did our first short film. And it was, you know, it was like 17 minutes, which in our opinion is super long. For it's like way internet. too long. Yeah. Way too long. But then after we made that, we're like, hey, hire us to direct stuff. We made a short film. It's like, no. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> we're like, that's cute. You guys, oh, you guys want to be filmmakers. Yeah. And so, I mean. They, like it, rustle your hair and then push <laughs> you out the door. Go on, buddy. <laughs> and so that got into some festivals and got us like a few awards. But at the same time, it didn't help us get any commercial work. And so after that, we um, started doing some smaller projects. None that still had that the style that we really were hoping to achieve and nothing that got us really excited. And so like, shit, we're not really making anything that we love. So then we decided to make spec ads. And finally that sort of worked for us. We would always flip flop about like how we were gonna try to like become directors. And it was always like, okay, well we need, let's do commercials because there's money in that. Like, no, let's be pure and try to do shorts. And let's work, do shorts to features. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that's like the route. And we'd, I think throughout, Throughout college, we were just like flip-flopping. Yeah, I remember there's one point where I was like, I know what I'll do. We'll ask people who are filmmakers that we love, <laughs> and then we'll see what they say. 
And so I went to like a bunch of different sites, found like the personal emails, cause like, you know, you can stalk anyone on the internet now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I found like the personal emails of like 10 directors that like, Dude, we I respected. totally, I totally did that same <laughs> thing. I did that exact same thing. Nobody ever responded. I emailed, so I emailed <laughs> these 10 people. I'm like, hey, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to make commercials. Like, like, what would you, what would you tell me? Like, what would you recommend? We should just read the, that one response, like, verbatim. There's then, this one email that... I'll find it. There's, a, there's this one email from this director that responded to him, and it was... Let's it was see. so hilarious. I got, like, five back, oh. and they're all, like, different versions of the same thing. <laughs> Is that the good one? There's <clears throat> one, like, amazing one, though. Let's see, here's... Okay. So I said... I emailed them all, sort of the same thing. Like, hey, you know, I'm an aspiring filmmaker. I want to make commercials. How do you recommend getting that? Should I make spec ads? Should I do short films? Like, do those even help? And this response was, my advice is don't get into the industry. It will wear you down and tarnish your soul. And after that, you will lose your relationships and end up alone and unhappy. Oh no. Otherwise, good luck with everything. Your work from which I can see is great. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and so I'm like, huh. And what the crazy thing is, like, of the people that responded, it was all the same thing. It was yeah, all everyone like everyone said the exact same thing. Like, don't know, do it. Oh, everyone said the same thing. Don't Except do for it. like one. I think four out of five were like, all of your personal relationships will sacrifice. <laughs> four out of five commercial directors. Say. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, we're, and so then we read them and we're like, oh well, like, well let's, let's do it anyway. Do you think they were all like? Do you think every single person thought the same thing? Which is, if I tell them to drop it. If they do keep going, then they're they want it. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that a thing? Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, overcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like overcome the challenge. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. Because because if you really want it, then you'll be like, well, fuck that. I'm going to keep going. But if you don't, then you're going to be like, well, I guess he's right. Well, I think that I think that is part of it too. It's just like how how bad do you really want this? You know, it's like is is this the thing that you want to do? I, yeah, I like that mentality. Maybe they're just looking like to to expel any competition. Oh, maybe that's too. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, these spec ads are like too good. It's this is like pointing everything. Hey, I mean, like, you, know, <laughs> it, you know, if, if you're still going anyways, like, yeah. good for you. My, my thought, initial thought was that the other five people who I emailed were having so much fun they didn't have time to email me. So the people who had time were like people who were sad. So I'm like, okay. Like these other guys didn't email me. They're having a great time. Like let's just listen to them. Once you got these emails, like I mean, what what path did you choose? Like I mean Yeah, like what what was going through your head at the this time was, you got that? This was I think when we're already starting to make I think at film. that point we had done Tinker yeah. our first short. So I think we did our short and we're like, maybe we should do specs. And so when this happened, it was like and then we also emailed um Keith Schofield, he's one of the people who responded. Oh, nice. I, yeah. we love him And so he said, much. don't do it? No, no, he was like, great. He's like, I recommend not making a spec ad. Do, like, find a company or, like, you, like, can talk to, like, local. That's awesome. And do a real commercial. And we were like, yeah, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do a real commercial. And we, like, half-assedly tried. We, like, made, like, a bad website with our short film on it. And we're like, you know what, let's just do spec ads. And so we yeah. just did spec ad anyways, even though everyone told us not to. Yeah. And it seemed to have worked. I mean, I think, do you recommend doing spec ads opposed to like a one minute short at this point? I, I mean, I have no idea. That's the crazy thing about this whole industry. It's like, you have no idea what'll work. Yeah, it's what, all yeah. Shots, yeah. shots in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like, as time has gone on more and more, I finally get to a point where it's just like, what, you know, when it comes down to it, there is no rule. Nobody, nobody's going to have that piece of advice. It's yeah. so subjective. Yeah, going back to that, that point, um, yeah. you just have to choose something. Like yeah. when we were in college, we should have just chosen, let's just try doing specs or let's just try doing shorts. Mm -hmm. And I think... The, amount, the time that you spend waffling yeah. back and forth is the time you're just losing time. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the thing that you shouldn't do. So you guys, it sounds like you guys kind of did both, like you did shorts yeah. and specs. At the end of the day, it worked out for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
but so so what's interesting is that we so so we did those uh, those specs and they for whatever reason they were like successful enough to get us work and yeah. work in the vein of the type of stuff that we want to do visual storytelling. So yeah. um, now that we're kind of several years off of that, we can kind of turn back to the. Uh, the shorts and, and like personal projects. Yeah, we've been trying to cook up something else that's like a sort of a, a longer narrative that is like a story that we just want to tell. Do you guys think about like style and voice and visual sort of like do you do you think about that or is it sort of like this feels right so I'm going to go with it? Like like how do you think about your your storytelling style and your visual style like aesthetic? In terms of the the visual style, that's like is what gets us excited about most projects. Like when we get yeah. boards or a script, our first inclination is, or our first thought is, how do we tell the story with pictures, and which pictures tell the story the best? How does that conversation even begin when you when you start figuring a project out? I think when we when we first get our like the ideas that are sort of handed to us, or like when we were pitching for a project, what we started doing is sort of separating ourselves and sort of brainstorming our own ideas individually. So you guys go away and then you... Yeah, and just sort of come up with our own thoughts, if it's if it's a broader, more general idea at first. Yeah, I think um, I'm a big fan of like believing your gut reaction to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you read it, and, and the, the sad thing about it is that you only get one try to, <laughs> to listen to it. Um, but when you first read something, you have a, a vision. Everyone yeah. has a vision. You imagine it in your head or you know whatever it is. Uh, and... So you just hold on to it and think about, like, when you're reading, you, ho- you, like, hold on to it for dear life. And then at that point we talk and see how close they match, I guess. Yeah. It's interesting because <laughs> some of them, some of the ideas we have are completely, uh, like, we it's, always talk- it's almost, like, random. Like, for some reason, whenever we think about ideas, not all the time, but sometimes, usually, I'll imagine, like, a scene shot from one side of the room. He'll imagine oh, the other yeah. side of the room. And it doesn't really matter. Or, like, it'll be mirrored. It'll yeah. Be like they walk off to the, ri- you know, writer frame. And then, then we're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to solve, like, yeah. which direction the person walks out of frame? And, and usually it's depending on the location. Like, you can only, this can only happen, but it's just funny that our inclination is almost the opposite in that sense. And it's not something that matters. It doesn't matter which yeah. way they turn. Yeah. So usually what it comes down to, if it's something like that, like, what serves the story better is what we try and do. Like, yeah. is there a reason that we want, like, what's the reason? I guess it goes back to communication. Like, you want this, but why? Yeah. And then if we can articulate that, then we can sort of get to, okay, well, th- that makes sense. I feel like it's almost like a game. Like, since there's two of us, it's like yeah. one person thinks there should be a banana on the table. The other person thinks there should be an apple on the table. Okay, well, we got to figure this out somehow. <laughs> so let's have a conversation about why there should be a banana. So I got to come up with all the reasons. Like, well, bananas are yellow, so, you know, it'll, it'll pop out more on the red table. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I mean, if there's an Apple, then when someone bumps it, it can roll, and that'll look really pretty visually. Get, like it, the light hitting it, and it'll like sort of glisten as it's rolling. And then we'll like talk to the like the the art director, or production designer, like yeah, but this room's and we decide the room's gonna be blue. It's like oh, actually the yellow banana would look prettier in a blue room. Oh, the other thing that that I find interesting is that like how easily you can get incepted. And I don't know if that word. Oh, that's like a perfect me- word. means anything to anyone else, but we always talk about, like, getting incepted. Yeah. And so, like, the power of, <laughs> like, storyboards. Like, there was one project we did where there was, like, we need, like, an image on a wall. Yeah. And so we, we like, drew, like, an art. Because I always, like, do the storyboards, the first draft, which are all ghosts with noses, so you know which way they're facing. So yeah. they're, like, they're, like, horrible. Yeah. They're horrible. And there's no perspective. It's, like, I have to, like, label everything. <laughs> 
And so then we have the boards drawn, and they're like, what should that image be? And it's like, uh, what, just choose something. And so they draw like a star. Like, this is a star poster. It's mm -hmm. like, cool. And then we'll like show the agency, and we need something for the room. And one of like the art directors is like, what if there's a star poster in the room? We're like, huh. They said that because they saw it in our storyboards. Like, this is like, that's really yeah. interesting. Huh. Yeah, and it happens, but it happens to us as well, you know, between mm -hmm. ourselves and throughout, you know, with the rest of the crew as well. It's, oh, it's yeah, like totally. If something's undecided and you somehow fill that void with anything, mm -hmm. people will kind of like latch onto it. It's, I guess it's kind of like you read a book, you don't really know what the character looks like perfectly, and then yeah. the movie comes out, and then and you, you can't, can't, yeah, you can't like stop seeing, uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. I was thinking about Harry Potter. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was trying to remember the main guy's name. Harry Potter's Daniel name. Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. You see Daniel Radcliffe, and then from then on, you read the books. I never finished them, but you, you always just, see you Daniel. You see him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a weird, it's a weird thing that just happens. Yeah. I think one of the hard things for me, or at first with filmmaking, was getting used to that sort of adjustment thing. Because I love, I love plans. Mm -hmm. Like this is key, <laughs> and so it's, what's funny. Even going back further, is that we took a personality <clears throat> test recently, and we got the exact opposite, which That's... might be like why we work so well together. Like literally, like it wasn't even like we're kind of this way. It was like all the way this way, and all the way. This is a great radio. <laughs> He's pointing mm -hmm. right right now. Yeah, and then well, and left, and <laughs> left, <laughs> and it was like super extreme, except for like we're both extroverted, but everything else was the exact opposite. That's awesome. And huh. so, my inclination, like I've I've come to realize, is that we have like a plan. And I just love the plan. Like, mm -hmm. this is what we decided. Let's do this. This works. We all agreed on this. Perfect. And then Martin is sort of more inclined to move around and not, and he, like, wants things to, like, sort of change. And so... I think some of that is my personality, mm -hmm. but some of it is trying to decide whether or not it's different and worse, different and the same, or different mm -hmm. and better. That's yeah. super hard it's to figure really, out, like, really is something different or... Is it better? Yeah. yeah, different for the sake of being different, yeah. or actually a better route. Or like, that, yeah. yeah, or you not like this new idea because it's not what you thought originally, or like, is it a better idea? And so then we'd get at first, like when we started doing stuff together, we'd get to like a set or a shot, and it would we'd like have it set up the way, and then Martin would be like, "What if we just do this instead?" It's like, why would we do that? We agreed this other way. <laughs> this other way is fine. Let's just it's do like it this way. I'm personally hurt by that suggestion. <laughs> and, and I think at first for me, it was really hard to do, make the adjustment. And because that's like, you know, like 80% of filmmaking yeah. is having to adjust to things. Yeah. And so my personal struggle at first was figuring out how to adjust to the different changes that you can't control on set. I guess it comes down to be, me being a control freak. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think uh, another kind of aspect of that is I think it comes with experience. Like, mm -hmm. that it happens to us less now than it did initially, mm -hmm. where before you look at the frame, you're like, this is not exactly how I envisioned it. Therefore, it's wrong. Oh, God, I can't come up with, like, a reason, like, a way to fix it. And now mm -hmm. it's, I, I think with experience, you get better at, like, trusting or, or pulling the, the, the gut feeling out and, like, working with it and and letting things slide and letting things not slide depending on what's important. I think that it, I would hope or hope yeah. that it's an experience thing. Do you guys do like at the end of each project kind of like like assess it and do a demo? Oh, yeah, especially totally. if, we're, if, if we're editing it. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't need to happen like at the end. It's like Usually though we meet and often it's also with our cinematographer Spencer and just talk about like 
what were the hiccups we had? Mm-hmm. Like, why would these hiccups happen? And what could we have done before this should happen to have avoided this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a huge believer <clears throat> in that because, like, that, that's where you're going to learn. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's where you can pull, the, like, the lessons out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, like, consider it, you might not learn, have learned that lesson fully and yeah. make sure not to, you know, do it again. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to learn. Yeah. And what's also cool is, like, you learn something new every time you're on set. Like, I don't think we'll ever work on a production where we don't learn something. I think I used to see it as, you know, back to going back to like the middle school aspiring filmmaker days. It's <laughs> like, you know, when you get to a certain level, just like max out, you know, like with Pokemon or like in Diablo 2, like you get a certain <laughs> level and you just like get enough XP <laughs> and you're like, perfect. Like you can't like get better. Yeah. I didn't realize like it's like everything in life where you're always improving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. It's like in GTA where like. You, it's know. a horrible <laughs> analogy. You don't get XP in GTA. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there something you haven't done yet that you want to explore? And, and I don't even know if that's like a, you know, a style of storytelling or, or like a technical thing or whatever. Like, is there something that you guys are like, I'd really love to do this? Going back to the visual storytelling, we are well, more versed in visuals than we are with directing actors. Mm-hmm. And so that is what we're trying to like accomplish. And I think, um, I think filmmaking with lots of things in life, it's like, you should identify what you're weak at and improve that. And I mm-hmm. think as long as you put effort into it, the areas that you could improve in, then then I think uh, you should be okay. So on that point, um, we're interested in going in, you know, like directing actors, mm-hmm. dialogue, uh, directions. Also, there's like tons of filmmaking. There's so many filmmaking toys. I want to like play with them all. That too. Like a techno dolly. That would be techno, sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or a pursuit vehicle. Pursuit vehicle, expensive. Oh, yeah. Explosions. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that like a term? Can we get an explosion over here? I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's it's not not a term. That yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a thing. We we need an explosion guy. Like, <sighs> that's his one day. How much does this stuff cost? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do it right. Yeah, I mean, you could just blow anything yeah, you up. Blow that's true. Right, but yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm okay you just, with that. You can just fill a set with dynamite and just throw a match at it. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Now, this is a gasoline suit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's perfectly just, safe. I just made it up. We'll see how this goes. And explosions. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually, we, were, we had an idea for a short the other day where, like, a car would flip. Mm-hmm. And we're like, is this something that we could actually do? Like, how much does it cost to, like, flip a car? Like, like, I don't know. Like, we have zero idea. Like, is it $1,000 or, like, $100,000? It's definitely $100, more like, buy a car. But you could buy, like, a, like a car like that a doesn't junker. work. Yeah, it's yeah. true. For, like, 500 bucks, And then you pay the dynamite guy <laughs> $500 day rate. And but you know what? Out. Like, I've been learning is because I'm, I'm like, producer brain. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm writing, I constantly would stop myself because I'm like, that's not logistically feasible with the budget we don't have yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like, oh, this can't happen. This can't happen. This can't, like, just fuck that shit. Just, just write whatever. And then like, see how you could do it. If you yeah. can do it, you know, like the whole point is you're just writing right now. Just yeah, get yeah. the idea out there. My, yeah. my thought is that like, there's filmmaking techniques to like get around it. Like, yeah, you don't want to actually flip the car or you can either lessen the crash. So the car doesn't flip or something that's cheaper or, Miniatures. Pan away. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know, like do yeah. a close-up of... Pan away to a guy going, that car just flipped. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll do, you do like the um, unbreakable thing. 
Like, oh man, did you see that car flipping? Oh no, like there was the train crash at the beginning of Unbreakable. Like, you don't, oh, they don't God, show. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never saw that movie. I liked it. I liked that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a like Edward move. That just you see a train camera pans over. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. you see that train crash? <laughs> it's over almost there? like a Looney Tunes thing. It would pan <laughs> over, you hear the crash, and you just see the guy like grimace. Oh, like, that was oh. Great. It's like, ooh, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's like a 360 shot. And so it starts yeah. with the car, yeah. it goes yeah, to like cheaper. it goes to like the guy saying, Oh, oh yeah, and then yeah. you go back and you, you go see back the aftermath. and the car is the car smash. <laughs> 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 Going back to the what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. What? You know, there's oh, puppets. I, I fucking love Muppets and Like, so Muppets specifically. This is actually going to be the day, the day that we break up is the day we get offered some job involving Muppets. And I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> and Martin's like, no. Like, no, don't you want to direct Transformers over here? No, there? like, we can work with a Muppet. <laughs> so specifically Muppets, not just puppets. Oh, no, puppets. Puppets are fine, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. As close to a Muppet yeah. as possible, <laughs> I'm sure. 